All right, happy Wednesday. Are we on? We are on. Welcome back to episode 53 of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Here we got the stuff, and you can too if you reach the end of this episode. Should we just go into topic one? Yeah. I, th- I thought that was pretty yeah. professional. I don't know. What? I thought that was pretty professional. I don't know. It really was. This is the start of the professional era. <laughs> yeah, maybe it, it only took 52 episodes. <laughs> Let's see how long this lasts. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully that gets, you know, more more sleek. Maybe I could work on my voice, you know, sound yeah. either more jazzier or like I don't know if people want more sexier or something. I don't know if I could be sexier. I don't know. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh man, that's no. It's pressure when you when you want me to just do it. I gotta get like in that mindset. Oh man. I gotta okay. like tell myself be yeah, sexy, like be sexy, be sexy. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's move on. I'll think about it for tomorrow. Maybe I'll try. Maybe if I feel like it, maybe I'll try doing different voices, but. There's only certain people I could impersonate, and other times, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like a weird version of myself. I don't know. <laughs> All right, you ready for topic one? Yeah, let's go. Okay, topic one. You remember the documentary that was popular a couple months ago, Don't Fuck With Cats? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we, so we never spoke about it because I didn't watch it when it was like all over social media but i watched the first two parts i never finished the third because it was too disturbing for me disturbing your take disturbing or like lost interest uh i just didn't like how graphic it was i mean i i don't really like graphic things but i saw in the beginning when they showed what happened to those cats that like really kind of drew me in just because I was like man they gotta catch this a-hole hey do you hear all that that's my cats going crazy it's funny that we're talking they know we're talking about cats yeah they're like don't touch our brotherhood (laughs) yeah they're like scratching and playing in the tunnels I got like a tunnel system for them but don't worry people they are in good hands they are, they are they're spoiled. I know, I get I give them a bunch of stuff. Even though I will say Chirp got me yesterday. I think I might have like a little mark on me forever. Oh. I know he got me. Sometimes forever? Yeah, you know when they get you like a good a good scratch. A deep scratch. Yeah, like he got me and I don't know you know when like it's funny that we're talking about cats now, but Yeah, the uh like he's fine like laying on me, just like normal like sleeping and then all of a sudden it's like spaz you know and then i jump up and i'm like i jump up and i'm like chirp like screaming like the whole uh yeah so you know i i don't know what happens or what activates it but it's shocking and kind of (laughs) hurts uh but yeah like i think everybody kind of has like a favorite type of pet and I think everybody could relate when they see something horrible happen to a creature or anything like that and uh, that's what kind of drew me into the show after seeing all of it 
Mm, uh, what happens at the end? You could spoil it for me because I'm not going to watch it. How far did you get? Where were you? It was like the second part when they had like figured out who it was, but they didn't, they were going to like go after him or something. So they were basically just chasing him? Yeah, they had like all the evidence. So basically the guy who, you know, he definitely has like something you know, wrong with him, or, you know, there's some connection that's missing, uh, with this person who does these, like, horrible acts, and they keep getting, they keep elevating and elevating, and he actually murders somebody. Yeah, I didn't expect that when I started it. So, like, the whole, I think the whole thing about the podcast was, like, how much did those people actually, like, help, uh, you know, arrest that guy? You know, help bring knowledge to, like, what was going on? And I, I actually don't think that they really helped because they kind of like stir up, stirred up his, uh, his like image, you know, like they fed him what he wanted to be fed. He wanted to be noticed. He wanted the popularity and all those people, yeah, all those people did was give him attention. Maybe if they never did that, he, it would have just died away but i'm not saying that that's definitely what would have happened but it could have i i think the way that people were chasing him and it was like getting closer and closer and it was becoming more exciting for him that's probably what drove him to be like "Ooh, let me see how far i could push this yeah and uh i i i mean i would never watch it again i i thought the beginning was much more uh like engaging and then it became just kind of like a normal like a wanted guy and people going after him i feel like they revealed who it was too early yeah like i mean it was i'm trying to remember exactly how they you know found out the actual image of the dude but it yeah like once you take away the mystery it kind of takes away a huge part of the show or whatever that whatever the thing you're creating yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like a horror movie and you take the mask off of the killer and you're like oh it's just you know bob down the street okay (laughs) okay that's really not like it's still scary because the guy is like trying to kill people but i mean it's you know you you took off the the scary face yeah yeah, they could do that. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I, I think that uh, I think that it was kind of overrated. I think that is a direct kind of documentary to where it's just like shock value. Yeah. And we go with the title. And I and, and I think a lot of shows are trying to do that stuff now. It's like shock value means views. Yeah. And I'm a creator of like art and videos and i'm more focused on the story and creating something that's worthwhile like i'm not interested in just you know a quick thrill Mm -hmm. uh so it was all right i would say if you don't have any other thing to watch like maybe watch it but i think that like that's the problem with those types of shows like it had it's it's it had its moment and now no one I mean, we're talking about it right now, but I mean, I don't, I don't hear anybody else really like, ooh, 
you know, you should go watch this now or yeah, rewatch it. Sure. Uh, but you know, if you like that kind of stuff, I'd, you know, go check it out. Did I spoil it for you? <laughs> no, because I'm not gonna watch the third part. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would say that it get it doesn't. I think it gets a little lighter. Like I think that they, you know, d- don't get as graphic later on, which is kind of weird. It's like they show certain things with the animals, but then they only show certain stuff with the human. It's like kind of yeah. weird. Whenever there's animals involved, it just makes it, like, that much harder to watch. But, I, oh, that brings up another thing. Like, I think it's very awkward and kind of strange that, like, when people, like, I see the, I see the, I see the documentary and I'm like, holy crap, that guy is evil and he destroyed, like, you know, certain pets and animals, but he also, like, murdered a human and so many people just flip off the human you know yeah. <laughs> they don't even think about the human yeah he that they said like the animals were like his gateway to like being a murderer of humans yeah which is kind of true but it's like when you talk about this po- like this documentary it's kind of odd that people are like more focused on the animals and less focused on the guy that got killed yeah, I mean, they're both equally as bad. Yeah, I mean, one one leads into the other, but they're still terrible, but I I think I think it's even worse when people overlook the fact that the like a sing, like one guy got like really murdered. Yeah. <sighs> With that, we should move on to topic 2. <laughs> okay, topic 2. No more Collect- murders. What? No more murders. No more murders. Um, topic two, collections. Mm. I know you're a big collector, so I was hoping you could share some of your favorite collections. Like, as a, as a kid or now or what? Uh, anything. It's kind of funny how things go. Like, you collect things for, like, a little, like, phases in your life. And, you know, if they're strong, they'll hold on forever. But if they're just kind of, like, you know, just to get through that part of you know your life it's kind of you know you could have many of those i I remember uh i believe there were certain comics i was interested in for a little bit but that was like a very short one that was a very short one because that one thing is if there's too many of something and it's almost impossible to collect all of them i don't like doing that yeah, like you want to be satisfied. Yeah, like, what's the point? Like, if you can never collect everything, what is the point of starting the collection? <laughs> uh, so I'm kind of a completionist. I like doing that kind of stuff. Um, uh, I think the biggest ones in my day... Do you remember Pogs? Pogs? Yeah, it was a game and a little collection kind of thing. Let me see. It's really dumb. Really <laughs> dumb. A lot of collectibles, like... For... What are these? Like, they look like stickers? No, they're like little cardboard kind of cutouts. And you stack them up, and then you have these heavier ones, and you slam down, like, the ground or, like, the board that you're on. And anyone's that... Hey, Chirp, come on, man. You're killing the, you're killing the production value here. <laughs> um, yeah, you slam down the ground with the slammer, which is, like, a metal one. And the ones that flip or whatever you get to you get to keep and then the other ones go back onto the stack that's how i remember the game anyways 
And, you know, it would be, yeah, so it would be a game like you bring your pogs, I bring my pogs, and, like, it would kind of be like a swapping game, or, like, you take whatever you win, and I take whatever I win, and things like that. So it was kind of cool, but kind of, like, stupid. You're, like, one of those things where it's, like, wow, when I look back, it's, like, I was buying cardboard circles, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Um, But then I, I was also, like, a Pokemon card collector. I was a Pokemon, I, I was a Yu-Gi-Oh collector and a Yu-Gi-Oh player. I used to actually play at tournaments and stuff. Whoa. Yeah. You know, that's how cool I was. <laughs> um, I would say the, I love collecting like my D, my DVD collection and my, uh, um, show collection. I like, I only get the stuff that I like really want. So I have, you know, it's, it's going good. I have all the first 50 Disney animated movies, which that, that took a long time to get. Are you, um, do you do them through the Disney Movie Club thing? I do do them. That should be another topic. That should be another topic. You should write that down, manager. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, the, uh, getting those, getting those movies is kind of tough because they got the Disney vault, you know? Like, once a movie comes out and it's, you know, it has its normal run of selling, you know, the DVDs, it goes into the vault. And then you really, you kind of have to find the movies. You can't yeah. you can't get them until they unvault it. <laughs> um, so that took me a long time. I actually think the the most expensive one was the original Winnie the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which I think cost me like fifty sixty dollars. Wow. Yeah. So, but that was like to finish it off. So I collect the Disney movies. I don't really collect the new ones because I don't fe- I I don't feel I feel like they're just putting out like things that are like kind of blige like not like they're not like it's not their main focus anymore so i'm kind of like over it a little bit um we, we do the disney movie club for my little cousin oh so you have it you have yeah, like we're starting a collection for her and we just got pinocchio <laughs> oh that's a that's a good one but it's very dark it's very yeah. dark it's very dark um it's kind of cool because when you go back and you realize like um, the stuff that was made, like, early on, and, like, if you watch them from start to now, it's so interesting, the process. And I think that's one of the best things that you could do, is watch them in order. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing that we have so much better technology, and it seems like, like, we're almost trying to cut corners in, instead of doing the hard work to create such great pieces. Yeah, it's all about, like, saving time now, too. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, like, they put so much time and effort into those movies in the beginning. And now I feel it's just, like, oop, the more we get out, the more money we'll make. The more we get out, the more money we make. Why not try focusing on, you know, a great piece? And that way, it will earn you money forever. Yeah. Um, And then I'll go into my last collection, which this is the best one of all. So I'm a huge, huge Owl City fan. Adam Young fan, and if you haven't heard of him, go check him out, but he recently, uh, maybe a few years ago, came out with, he did a year of just scores, so he came up with a, a score, I think 11 months, like one every month, except for like one month, so he did 11 in one year, and each one has to do with like a different big event that happened within his lifetime, and he came out with a set of posters that he did with like an artist um uh something 
Eads, uh, James R. Eads, that's the artist. And I think just the other year, I collected the last one. So it took forever, but I have all of them up on my walls and they look wonderful. <laughs> oh my God. I just think I started that collection because it's, they said that they were going to keep, uh, making new and new copies of the uh once they sold out of one poster they would recreate they would have like a second edition or something mm -hmm. and then i start buying all the rest of them and then i go back to the first one and they lied they aren't making any more versions so they only have 250 of each poster wow and you have one of each yeah one of each and one of them is the first one ever because they're what? numbered because they're numbered one of them is a number one Oh my god, that's really cool. I know, it's so awesome. Uh, I, I could talk about this collection forever. <laughs> I just love looking at it, but it took so long to get the first poster. I thought I was going to have like an empty spot on my wall. Uh, if you don't, <laughs> a lot of people haven't been in my room, but like there was a spot available for this one poster that I could never get. So it was like an empty <laughs> part of my wall that I just kept staring at forever. <laughs> Um, but now it's full and it's amazing. Uh, so you should ch go check out that music. Check out those posters, Adam Young, James Areed. And, um, yeah, that's awesome. So quickly, I'm not going to talk about Uncut Gems today. Um, because I only have like a minute and a half, but I wanted to get your thoughts. What do you, have you filed in like your, uh, census, your U.S. census thing? Oh, I have not. Uh, Is that bad? I mean, I think everybody should, but I keep seeing these ads that are like, ooh, you got to fill out your census. And like, you know, this particular culture or this particular ethnicity, you know, doesn't get the effects because... I I don't know. They're like breaking it out into like segregated like sections of the population when it should just be, if you're taking the US consensus, we're all just Americans. Come on. It's the US census. <laughs> like that drives me crazy that they have an ad for the US census, but they're literally more focused on certain groups more than others. I find that ridiculous. And they go so far as they literally say that it doesn't matter what, like, your immigration status is or anything. Like, and those questions aren't on the census, which I think is completely bogus. Like, if we're taking a census, we should be asking legit questions about who is here. I don't understand why it is so hard and why it is so harmful to ask specific questions to know who is here. Yeah, because they probably don't want to know, like, how many... You know, they don't want, like, the actual data because then they have to, like, share it. It might not be what they want. Exactly. Like, it's insane to me. If you're taking... If you're taking this seriously and you really want to know the numbers, facts don't lie and you need to ask the right questions. It's just like the... Uh, well, it's fast, but... No, I'm not going to get into it because... Uh, where's the quote? Where's the quote? 
<laughs> okay, well, this is the end. You can have, <laughs> you can have the, tough st- the stuff too if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. Yeah, that's it. And this has been episode 512 of LATVOTP.